Closer Look is a public affairs presentation. Views and opinions of the guests don't always reflect the views of the ministry, and some topics aren't suitable for children. K-Love is committed to community. Closer Look continues with a look at local agencies, events, and issues. I'm Becky Hansen. This is Closer Look. Thanks for joining us. My guest today is Lisa Justice, Executive Director of Love, Inc. in Lafayette. Welcome back to Closer Look, Lisa. Thank you for having me, Becky. You know, we kind of all roll our eyes these days when we talk about the year 2020. But Southern Louisiana has, you've you've dealt with even more when you consider all the hurricanes. And how have these events affected the work of loving? Well, it's definitely um, been busy for us. We fortunately didn't take a direct hit from either Delta or Laura, but our neighbors did. So our churches have been very busy, and so has Love, Inc., in helping our neighbors that have really lost so much. And a lot of what we have done um, through our Love, Inc. is through encouragement because the the donations flowed in here to help these families, but they needed that little bit of extra encouragement. And so one of our ministries that we did was delivered pies with a, a nice little note saying, we care and we love you because they are feeling kind of alone out there in their devastated houses and living in um, campers on their property because their entire houses have been gutted. And what Laura didn't take, Delta came right behind them and wiped out the rest and flooded them. So it has been quite devastating. And how about the pandemic on top of all of it? How has that affected you? You know, the pandemic here in Lafayette um, hasn't been that bad. Uh, We have not been totally shut down. Our churches are open. And, you know, when when disasters roll in like that, the pandemic had to take a back seat because we had to go help people. And and so we just jumped out there and started with chainsaw teams cutting trees. And so you know, COVID kind of took a back seat a little bit. You kind of forgot about it for a little bit. That's amazing. That's not something the rest of the country can can say. Love, Inc. actually means love in the name of Christ. What's the mission here in Lafayette Parish? Well, our mission is to mobilize the local churches to transform lives and communities in the name of Christ. So very simply put, Love, Inc. helps the churches to help people in need. So we do the verifying of the needs. So if somebody calls for help at a church, they can send them to us and we will verify it, make sure it's legitimate, but also make sure it's manageable and something that the churches can do. You don't want to drop this big, huge problem on them, but break it up into pieces and um, divide it up and give it to different churches who have those ministries in place or um, ways to help them. They have the right resources. I know that Love, Inc. is a national organization. Can you give us a brief history of the the group in Lafayette? I came to um, this organization 15 years ago, but it was already here for a good 10 years prior to that. But it was shutting down when I came to it. And uh, just out of a calling, walking into my church saying, I want to volunteer. What can I do? And they were having a meeting with Love, Inc. and restarting it. And so the national headquarters came in, and this was right before Katrina, Hurricane Katrina. And we basically shut our Love, Inc. down for a while and rebuilt the board and new staff and new partner churches and started over about 15 years. And so uh, it's been quite an adventure for me. It's been a lot of fun. 
So if we take away the issues that occurred with the hurricanes and also the pandemic, how great is the need in Lafayette? You know, Lafayette has a lot of resources, but I find the needs, like we don't have a huge homeless population, but it's growing. And so that is a need. The oil field here has just been devastated and the land industry. So I find that the middle class need is growing. So the pandemic has definitely affected it and the hurricanes. So yeah, there there is quite a need here, but we do have a lot of nonprofits and a lot of resources here. If you're just tuning in, I'm Becky Hansen here with Lisa Justice, Executive Director of Love Inc. of Lafayette. Lisa, we've been talking about the need in Lafayette. Do you find that you collaborate quite a lot with the other local groups? We do, and um, through United Way, and, and um, that we have an organization here called AVOAD, and it developed over all of the disasters, starting, I think, before even Katrina, and a lot of the nonprofits kind of come together and and share resources, and we do. We work quite well together here. My main mission is to work with the churches. So even though I do work a lot with the nonprofits, I work with the churches. So when there aren't resources available, I go to the churches and say, okay, this isn't available in Lafayette, so what can we do to meet these needs? And so we kind of change and adapt to whatever the needs are. Let's talk about some of the services that you provide to those in need. Actually, you call them neighbors in need, don't you? Right. The first on the list that I always hear about with Love, Inc. is prayer. That's an interesting one to start with, but how does that uh, shape the work that you do? Well, we are a very evangelistic ministry because we believe in relationships with people, not just meeting the need. And we believe that God has the answer to every problem that somebody is going through, not us. We can't fix them. But through the power of prayer, we can together come up with what God wants us to do. Sometimes we can get in the way of what God is doing in their life if we just jump out and meet the need. So there is such a huge need, Becky, for prayer in this and allowing God to say what He wants us to do. And so a lot of one of my favorite prayers is, bless it or block it. We can fight, fight, fight to get furniture for somebody, or and we can't find it. It's not there. The resources aren't showing up. And that is God blocking something. Because when he wants it to happen, it just falls into place. It's amazing. And I love it that you said that, because I know that there are times that we can step in to help, and it's not the right things to do. Uh, sometimes helping can hurt. Absolutely, yes. And so that's what we try not to do. You know, we aren't there end-all, be-all, meaning if we can't find a resource for them, I tell my volunteers, God is so much bigger than us. If he wants them to get that resource, do you not think he can provide it? Absolutely he can. So it kind of takes the pressure off, but at the same time makes us more dependent on him to, you know, to tell us what to do. And he does. He shows us. 
So when someone is hungry, I know that you want to meet that need as soon as you can. And there's a, a food source. We have churches with food pantries, and we've got many organizations here that do have food pantries. So when somebody calls and they're hungry, that is one of the immediate needs that we meet. If they need food, we're going to connect them with a pantry with food. But typically, Love Inc. is not a crisis ministry. Uh, We're more about the long-term relationships and walking alongside somebody and helping them through their transformation. We want to see them transformed. We want to see them come to know Christ and trust Christ and help them along the way. And it's not about the handouts so much as the hand-ups through Love, Inc. Do you find that you deal with generational issues at times? Um, Way too much. Way too much. It's heartbreaking, actually. When you see somebody that you worked with 15 years ago that now has a daughter or a son, and they're going through the exact same things. I mean, I'm seeing three generations now of this poverty, which is what's really motivated our loving to start a transformational ministry, which is going to walk alongside them and teach classes on a certain night. Ours is on Thursday nights. And helping them to realize their dreams and to set goals and to achieve those goals, not to make them too big of goals, but manageable goals. So we do that through our Affirming Potential class. And then we just got trained to teach faith and finances. You've probably heard of the book with Helping Hurts. Well, this is a class that's kind of based off of when Helping Hurts. So it's a way of helping them with their finances in a very biblical way and and helping them by giving them a hand up and teaching them to budget their money, but to do it in a Christian way. And a lot of that means giving back. So this class is actually going to encourage them not just to uh, save, 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 but give back. What can you do to give? Because it's got to flow through us. That sounds like incredible mentorship. And what a way to help someone become self-sufficient and an actual part of the community. You know, funny you say that because 15 years, and we are now, after doing this for 15 years, seeing more and more of our clients that are coming to me and saying, what can I do to help? I want to, I want to adopt a family this year for Christmas. Y'all did it for me before. Or you built a ramp for me when I really needed one, and I want to give back. What can I do? Oh, it's just amazing when you can see that kind of transformation. They've gotten on the other side of it. One of my things I tell a lot of our clients is that, you know, Jesus, picture Jesus as that sail on a sailboat, and you're going through a storm, and it is whipping back and forth. And if you just hold on to that sail, he's going to bring you through the storm. doesn't mean you're not going to whip back and forth and go through a rough time, but he's going to bring you through it. And I think when you walk through things, crises, trials with people, and they see that you were right, God is going to bring me through it, that they do remember you, and they want to come back and give back and help somebody the way you help them. 
Thank you for spending part of this Sunday evening with us. This is Closer Look. I'm Becky Hansen with my special guest, Lisa Justice, Executive Director of Love, Inc. of Lafayette. Online, you're going to find them at loveinclafayette.org. They're also active on Facebook, or you can reach them by phone at 337-981-6775. Lisa, we've talked about uh, the emergency food program and and some of the education as well. Do people ever call needing things like bus passes or home repair, that sort of thing? I used to get a lot of calls for bus passes, but not too much anymore. We do get calls for home repairs. Many of them are way um, beyond our realm of what we can do. If it's an old trailer and the repairs that are needed are more expensive than buying a new trailer. That doesn't make a whole lot of sense. But we do get people that have had their, it's an elderly couple, and their toilet is falling through the floor in their bathroom because the floor has rotted. And so those are the kind of projects that definitely, you know, churches want to go and help. They don't want these elderly people falling through the floors. And so those are the kind of repairs that we make. Right now, it's tarping roofs. <laughs> We've got a lot of wind and, and roof damage even here in Lafayette. So our churches are tarping roofs. They are cutting trees. A lot of chainsaw ministry going on here. But yeah, we do do home repairs, but um, typically minor home repairs. I know that you also have a, a warehouse and you take in some donated items. What kind of items do you receive and how are they used? We have a diaper ministry, a baby diaper ministry, and an adult diaper ministry. So we do take those that we keep in our warehouse. We take any kind of household items, sheets, blankets, towels, dishes, pots and pans, and anything that when somebody has been homeless or had a hurricane and lost everything, that we can box everything up for them and and give them. So household items, small appliances. We do take some furniture, but our warehouse is small. So what I try to do is just connect the person that's donating the furniture with the person that needs the furniture, and that way we're not storing it, but we're mobilizing volunteers from our churches to pick it up and then go straight and deliver it to the people that need it. What other seasonal type of services do you provide? I think you mentioned uh, adopt a family at Christmas. Absolutely. Um, We adopt families out each year, and it's growing every year. Uh, We've already adopted out. Now it's uh, 11 families. And we will be mostly adopting the families this year from the hurricanes. We have a neighborhood in Iowa that we've kind of taken under our wing. And so 11 families in there with children have already been adopted out. One particular church took all 11 of them. Lisa, you mentioned a couple of the current classes that you have ongoing. Do you have any other education or transformational ministries? Actually, we have four other classes that we have already bought the curriculum for that we will be offering Um, We kind of go in succession, like somebody will take Affirming Potential first, and then they will take the uh, Faith and Finances, and by that time, we're ready to move into some others. We have Boundaries by um, Henry Cloud, and we've got Overcoming Emotions That Destroy 
resolving everyday conflict and how to manage your money. I'm not sure if we're going to use the fourth one, the how to to manage your money since we've already got faith and finances, but these are four other curriculums that we're going to be introducing. And one thing that we do that's a little different is when people come to our classes, we give them incentives to come. So they can choose what they want. They can choose a laundry basket, meaning they're going to get their laundry detergent, their bounce or whatever they need to do laundry. Or they can choose food or they can choose toiletries. And so each week they will get a bag to take home with them, which hopefully will um, be an, you know, enough of an incentive for people that are calling here for help rather than just give them the handout, we can say, you know, you can get something every week if you come to our classes. <laughs> and so that's what we're we're kind of banking on, that um, it will grow this ministry. It sounds like some powerful education is coming your way. How do your clients come to you? Uh, we get a lot of referrals from our 211 here in Lafayette, uh, our churches. Our partner churches refer people. When they call them for help, they refer them to us. We've also built some great relationships with a lot of our other nonprofit organizations uh, and social workers. We get some of our best referrals from social workers. And I say best, Becky, because they've already been vetted. We know that this is a legitimate need. We, We can hear from the social worker what's going on in the home. And so we don't have to do any investigating at all. We just can take their word for it and and move on and help them. But that is one of the things that's unique about Love, Inc. is that uh, we do verify the information that people give us. Unfortunately, today we can't just take people's word for when they say that there is a need. And we have to verify it. And the churches look to us. Um, that is a benefit to them, that they feel comfortable. You know, when we give them a project to do, that we have checked it out and we know that it's legitimate. Walk us through the process of someone making that first phone call and then receiving assistance. When they call our clearinghouse, that's what we call it, we have volunteers in here that will take the call and we log every call on a phone log and then they ask them if it's okay if we ask them some personal questions and do an intake, but we let them know up front why. It's not that we want to know everything about you in your life. It's that while we're doing this intake, we may uncover other things and other needs that we can meet. You may be calling for your electric bill to get paid, but when we listen to your story and we hear what is going on, we can uncover things that you don't even know there's a resource for. And so we do ask for their income, their expenses. How did you get where you are today? What has happened? And always at the end of it, we pray with that client, whoever has called in. And so once we have gone through all of that, we've done their intake, we've prayed with them, our staff gets together for lunch And we pray over each one of those people that called that day. And then if we don't get resolution from God of what we need to do, we pray again and again. Um, It's not a crisis. We're not going to make sure that we jump out and take care of whatever it is they called for today. 
but as long as it takes. And sometimes it's not even what they called for, and we end up helping them in ways that transforms, not just fulfills the need today, but more of a lifetime fulfillment. Lisa, as we're winding down the interview today, do you have another success story you can share with us? Well, I can share something that just happened this week or or in the last week or so. Um, We had a guy that called. uh, He's he's disabled and can't walk very well, has problems with his legs. So going to a barber and sitting in a barber chair is excruciating for him. And so he called us and asked if we could send somebody to his house to cut his hair. And I thought, and, and he even said this to us. He said, if I have this need, I bet there's others that do too. So I think this is kind of how Love Inc.'s ministries, we call them gap ministries, kind of organically form, is from things like this. So we're actually sending a, a barber to this guy's house next week to go cut his hair. And uh, I had a, a something very similar happen a couple years ago. They called for you know, can you take me to get my hair cut? And one of my volunteers said, do we do that? I thought we just took people to the doctor or to get groceries, but we're going to take them to go get their hair cut. And I said, look, anything we can get a volunteer connected and building a relationship with somebody, yeah, we're going to do. So sure enough, we sent this volunteer to go take her to get her hair cut. And their relationship went on for, I think, think, four years before the woman passed away. And they did everything together. And it all started from a simple haircut. Amazing how God works, huh? It really is. What challenges do you face? You know, I think our biggest challenge at Love, Inc. um, in this community right now is a financial challenge. Uh, This COVID really hurt us financially. We had to cancel our fundraisers. And so I've never been one to want to let people know um, that we were having financial trouble, you know, wanted to stay positive. But we had to put it out there to this community that we were going to have to shut down if we didn't get help. And we were amazed at how this community responded. And 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 they did. They gave. And uh, we're still here. Thank you, Lord. We've covered a lot of information today, Lisa. Before we close, is there anything else you'd like to add? I would like to thank our church community. We have one of the best church communities, I think, in the country. When Our, our churches are amazing, and we have so many volunteers. And, and lo, our loving, loving of Lafayette has just an amazing amount of loving and caring volunteers. So, Becky, I would love to thank all of our volunteers and all of our churches in this community for partnering with us, for working with us, and for sharing the love of Christ with our many people in our community. I'd like to thank my guest, Lisa Justice, Executive Director of Love, Inc. of Lafayette. For more information on Love, Inc., you can also email us at closerlook at klove.com. That's closerlook at klove.com. For Closer Look, I'm Becky Hansen. This has been Klove Closer Look. Find us online at klove.com.